Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am presenting a very special Halloween episode with Disney bride Lisa Farrington, who had a Halloween-themed wedding at Tower of Terror, following an Illuminations dessert party at Terrace de Fleur in Epcot and a ceremony in Japan that morning. So we're going to talk all about how all this came together and how she was able to plan it remotely and, of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Lisa. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Before we get into how cool all of this turned out, let's find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have a Disney wedding in the first place. It actually started as a bit of a joke. When we were still living in the UK, we went to one of John's friend's weddings and we were discussing wedding costs afterwards. We hadn't even planned to get engaged at that point. And John, we'd been to Disney before together and John made a joke and asked how much it would cost to have Mickey Mouse at your wedding. So I basically went to Google because I didn't even think it was a reality or an option. So I had a little look on Google and I priced up an escape wedding with, I think, like Minnie and Mickey. And at the time, the exchange rate was a lot better. This was probably back in about 2015, maybe late 2014. And I think we worked out to be about £10,000 UK, um, pound sterling. And we thought that was quite good value for money for what you could get compared to what you could get in the UK. So we didn't really think or talk about it anymore after that. It wasn't until we went to Australia. We were living in Australia. We went traveling and um, we started talking about getting engaged. And I think it was actually John that really wanted the Disney more. I really liked the idea, but he was quite, we both didn't want a standard UK wedding, like a church wedding and like a reception in a hotel. We both wanted something quite different. And we both love Florida. So the thought of actually getting our family and friends over there for a destination wedding was something which appealed to us as well. And we really love Disney food, so we thought that it'd be nice to have a meal at Disney. Well, we were actually looking at like um, maybe Ohana or something initially, but then we changed and we did the wishes weather. Okay, so were your friends and family excited to go to Florida for your wedding, or was it kind of out of the blue for them, or how did they react? I think they were quite surprised, but yeah, they were excited. We didn't get everyone that we hoped they would come, but we got a really good turnout. So a lot of people were, I think we gave them about a year and a half to save. In hindsight, we probably should have maybe done an extra year, but John's got four sisters, so we got three out of the four of his sisters, um, my sister, um, my mom, my dad wasn't able to come in the end because he had to have a heart operation. Um, so my auntie came instead. Um, then John had his mom and his sister, his dad and his stepmom. 
and then we had some of John's aunties and uncles and then a few friends as well so we got quite a good turnout I think there was about 26 or 27 I think 26 of us in the end we were supposed to have some of our friends come over from our they were they're actually from Italy but they were living in Australia but they had visa issues so we we were having all fun and games because we were all applying for different visas. So um, they had to stay in Australia, so they didn't get to come. But yeah, we got most of our guests were from the UK and some came from Portugal as well. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Now tell me a bit about how you decided on your ceremony and reception venues. You started with the ceremony in Japan, and then you had a brunch at Chef Mickey's, like a regular reservation. And then you had a reception at Terrace de Fleur in Epcot during Illuminations. And then you had an after party at Tower of Terror. So how did this all come together? The ceremony, when we were originally looking at it, we really liked Epcot. We were considering Japan and Morocco. It was always really down to those two. The I think the reason we went for Japan was I just loved the koi ponds and just like it's quite open. We were looking at the fountain in Morocco as well, but then in the end, Japan won. We just decided we liked that one slightly more. Then Chef Mickey's, that came about because we, because it was so early, because we had 9am ceremony at Epcot, so I think we had to leave the villa at 7.30. So we decided we wanted to feed people, but we really wanted an evening reception. So one of the things we had to do later on along the line was cut costs and having the uh, chef mickey's meant that we got the characters in our day at a fraction of the price rather than paying like for one or two carrot i think we paid like around one thousand three hundred dollars for the meal and we wouldn't have even got like mickey for that so so for us that seemed like good value that we got to feed people and um there was also going to be some of our family and friends to bring in children so we thought they'd quite enjoy it although i actually think some of the adults enjoyed it more so that was the reason why we did that and then i really wanted illuminations we wanted soren as well but it turned out we couldn't have our mix in but really wanted illumination so we were looking at various venues and I, I used your book and your website to look at the photos because although we've been to Epcot before we had to decide before our planning session which venues we wanted so we were considering the UK, Italy and France we thought that France would be a little bit more secluded away from the general public and we were considering the UK, but my mum was like, well, we come from the UK, so that's a bit boring. And <laughs> um, so also I think when we were looking at like the size, we, we just thought it'd be nice um, France with the, the flowers already there. We tried to keep the costs down on flowers just because we were spending more. We wanted to spend more on food and drink. So in terms of that, we had the actual the flowers in the like as part of the venue which is quite good and then Tara Tara I actually found out about that I think I started looking at Pinterest to start with and then I found a blog post which linked to one of your blog posts about your anniversary party at the Tara Tara and when I saw that I was like oh wow that's amazing so I was just like if I can have that that would be absolutely amazing and and thankfully John really liked it we were like quite on board with the venues so 
it was quite easy. We didn't have any arguments about it or anything like that. We were just quite happy to do the same thing, really. We had similar ideas for the wedding. I think it's probably more inspired by me, but he, he definitely liked that it was quite different. Um, so we decided we were looking at various things and then because I really wanted illuminations, we decided to go with Tara Tara afterwards. In hindsight, maybe we could have done it like a different day as a welcome party, but we thought it was just quite special on the wedding day. Well, and I know UK couples are usually used to attending longer weddings. It seems like in the UK, weddings last a lot longer than in the US. Right. I, I've never been to a US wedding. So I'm not familiar. <laughs> So tell me a bit about your theme for the day. Okay, so we had a little bit of a mashup. It was Halloween because it was around just before Halloween. And then we tried to do Haunted Mansion and Tara Tara elements in terms of like a bit of a spooky theme. But we also, we didn't really want cheesy Halloween. We wanted more like a gothic, elegant Halloween. So we took a bit of inspiration from black lace. My dress was actually black and I had like black lace shoes, a black veil. And then we did things like lace pumpkins. Um, they weren't quite what I envisaged, but basically Disney spray painted some white pumpkins with like stenciled on some black lace effects. And then our colour scheme was black, dark red and purple. It was mainly black and purple, but with some pops of red in terms of the flowers. We had red, dark red rose petals and in the and the flowers as well, um, some dark red there. And then on the cake, although it was purple, we had some red roses on there as well. So it was mainly black and purple with a few pops of dark red rose petals. Got it. And then you had illuminations entertaining your guests during your reception. Did you add any entertainment at the Tower of Terror after party? We didn't have any of the scheduled entertainment, but we did have a DJ. We had DJ Charles Miles who came and he like introduced us and and like got the party started. And yeah, so he was there for I think like two or three hours. That's great. Now, do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend from your day? Yeah, so we did the case tasting session and we didn't really want nutty cakes because I didn't really like them. So we chose a few to try and we settled on the carrot cake. We didn't actually try it at the tasting session. We tried it with white chocolate, but we actually chose the cream cheese. I think in hindsight, we probably would have gone with the white chocolate. I think it was like white chocolate mousse. I just think that was slightly nicer, but I mean, it was still nice with cream cheese. And then for our other layer, we had the vanilla yellow cake with the blackberry mousse and that was my favorite one the blackberry mousse was really nice and it also went with our theme like the perp we tried to do purple elements in terms of our theme so so that went with the color scheme as well that one was my favorite um we did like we liked the marble cake but we kind of didn't want to we would debate in chocolate but we we both like carrot cake and we know some of our family likes carrot cake i did have them add no nuts because i'm not allergic but i just don't really like many nuts so it was quite plain in terms of that but it was really tasty and because we're from the uk we're used to like the icing on the cake so i actually asked disney to leave the icing on as well so we thought that people might be a bit freaked out if they just got cake and no icing 
In terms of the food menu, we had the chef, the brunch at Chef Mickey's, so that was just a bit general, like breakfast and lunch type things. And then for the actual reception, we had canopies to start, and the canopies we had were the bacon-wrapped scallops with the Thai sweet chilli sauce, and also Grand Mariner glaze, we asked for two dips. Then we also had the warm brie and caramelised onion tartlet. And we asked them to serve that with beetroot relish so that we could add like a purple thing. Some of the things like we added, we used the, the menus that you have on your website, but then we also added certain things. And um, we had the purple Peruvian potato cup with truffle compote fondue. It was, we everything, we, t- we tasted all our canopies at the tasting session and we decided we really liked those, so we went with those and we just did things like added, I think, the beetroot relish and we added one of the sauces just to just give it a little bit more, I don't know, something a little bit different so people had a choice to dip. And we really loved the canopies, that was like, and that was, when we were looking, we looked at cutting our budget and that was one of the things I really didn't want to lose because I really love like cocktails and canopies, so that was something we, we were really happy to have and that was really tasty. Then on the wedding dinner, we had a fillet steak seared on stage with caramelised garlic, balsamic creamy mushrooms and roasted shallots. And that was one of the um, meats. And then the other one we asked for, this wasn't actually, I didn't see this on the menus, but I really love lamb. So we asked for, well, John loves it too. And we know our families do. So we asked for garlic, rosemary and mint lamb rack. And that was also seared on stage. So that was nice. And then the sauces, we asked for red wine reduction. And we also asked for a chimichurri sauce. I think we originally chose something else and then we swapped around and decided, and that was a really good choice of chimichurri sauce was really nice like with that we had the yuck and gold potato applewood bacon and gruyere tart and that was like amazing I really loved that I could eat that every day it was gorgeous and then we had roasted potatoes with rosemary and garlic thyme glazed carrots and then I think they served bread and butter with it like pressure baked rolls and butter with it we didn't go with a salad we did initially have a salad on there but when we were looking at cutting costs we tried to get it down it was $175 minimum per person at the time so we tried to get it as near to that as possible because we knew we were going to have food later on as well so we didn't actually have any dessert we did consider putting ice cream with the cake but in the end we decided just to go with the cake and then later on at the Tara Terra, I think it was supposed to be at midnight but we actually we actually made it a little bit earlier so that Misty could photograph our nitro bar because we did originally have the dry ice and we had to cut that just because of cost so I think we probably had it about 11 so it was still quite full we had the mini cheeseburger sliders with house-made pickles and fries served with ketchup and mustard. And then we had the build-your-own nacho bar. So we had the corn tortilla chips, ground beef, sour cream, guacamole, tomatoes, salsa, nacho cheese and lettuce. And then we went with the buffalo chicken spring rolls served with blue cheese sauce. And then as a bit of a dessert option, we had white and milk chocolate spheres, Filled with blondies and marshmallows with caramel sauce and sea salt. So that was the nitrogen fried spheres. So that was 
we did that more for the effect rather than taste but I didn't I forgot to eat one on the wedding day so I was really disappointed because I was running around telling everyone else to eat it and then forgot to eat mine forgot to get one but when I tried it in the tasting session it was really nice so we were really glad we had that <laughs> wow this is great information <laughs> <laughs> now can you give me a timeline of how these events all fit together during the day yeah, so I think I started getting ready about 3am-ish and hair and makeup came at 4am. Then I think our photographer got there for about 7am and we left, we were due to leave at 7.30am so that we could get to Epcot. We did a first look at the villa and then we went to Epcot and did some photos before the ceremony. And then we had a 9am ceremony at Epcot and then some more photos around Epcot again. Then we had a little bit. I didn't really book the time very well. We got a coach provided by Disney to the Contemporary Resort to Chef Mickey's. But we were a little bit early for that. So that was actually scheduled at 11.45. But we probably could have been about half an hour earlier. We we were um, didn't really get the time right on that. And then we went. We stayed there quite a while. It was quite chilled out everyone just sort of talked and chatted and then we left then had a break in the day and we went back to our villa to we tried to have a sleep but we only got about half an hour and then we were due to reconvene at Epcot at 4.15 we had a bit of an issue with getting taxis so we were a little bit late but then we went straight into Epcot I think it was about half five we had like a cocktail hour with the canapes then and then I think we had dinner about 6 30 p.m before the wedding cake we went we were allowed to go and take some more photos in Epcot so we went to France and Italy for some photographs and then think then we watched illuminations and had cake I think I had cake after I can't remember if we had cake before or after illuminations but then after that we went we had a coach then leave for Hollywood Studios so we got there about 10 p.m then we were there for three hours and we left about 1 a.m so we had the DJ and then some food and then the DJ again and dancing. (laughs) Wow what a day so you were up for almost 24 hours. (laughs) Yeah I I only got two hours sleep the night before as well so (laughs) it was a pretty full-on day. Wow. So you mentioned that food was very important to you. Were there any other aspects where you focused your attention or your budget when you were planning? I think the the main part of our budget went on food and drink. We went with the all-inclusive bar um, mainly because we were concerned about costs. Being from the UK, some of our guests are big drinkers, so we thought they might, I don't know, if, like Disney would maybe had like three or four drinks. We thought some people might go over that. So it's so that we knew what we were paying, we went with the all-inclusive bar. So we had two bar packages, so that was quite expensive. Um, so food and drink were big ones. And then our venues, I think we paid $2,000 for the Tara Tara Courtyard. And then that came with the, we had, I think, 2500 minimum spend on food and drink there. So they were probably our most expensive things, the actual venues and the the food and drink. Our next biggest spend after that was probably the photographer. We paid for 11 hours of photography with Mr. Miotto, so that was probably our next big expenditure. 
Got it. And then you mentioned that floral and decor were less important to you. Were there any other aspects where you saved your money or you just saved your time? One of the things we saved on, because we were trying to keep it to a budget, so we didn't have flowers in terms of the decor. We just had the bouquet and the buttoners and the women had the roses as well. And so we had rose petals. We didn't have any table displays. We used our pumpkins from the ceremony and took them to the reception and the Tower of Terror. So we made use of them in both, which helped save money. Also, we made some things where we could. So we, we weren't allowed to make too many, but we bought some faux pumpkins and we used that as a card box. I found something on Pinterest. I think it was a Martha Stewart thing I tried to replicate. And then we also had another little pumpkin as a sign saying, please sign our guest book. And then we made our own guest book. In terms of the reception, we did pay for the Haunted Mansion damask tablecloths. And we had them at the reception and then we had to pay extra for the Tower of Terror. So to reduce costs, we ended up doing those. We did 50% of those ones and 50% black. We originally had it 100%, just the, the purple damask. But then to reduce costs, we put that down. And then at the Tower of Terror, we went for minimal decor. We had some glass vases filled with water, some rose petals and some floating candles. At France, we had, instead of flowers, we had some black candelabras and they put some a little touch of cobwebs on to give them like a spooky haunted mansion element on there. <laughs> so, so yeah, also with the pumpkins, we tried to save money on the, we were originally looking at for the kids, the, the candy apples, like particularly the Halloween theme and the nightmare before Christmas. But to save some money, we decided to go with a white chocolate pumpkin filled with candy corn. So everyone got one of those, um, Disney did those for us and they doubled up as Name cards as well. They added a little leaf of people's name cards so that we, we knew where everyone was saying. So that helped to reduce costs as well. Okay. So from all of this amazing sounding day, what was your favorite memory of the whole day? I think probably taking the photos in the Tower of Terror and then coming out and and just everyone being really happy and, and having like the music playing. I Think we were taking photos during illuminations otherwise that probably if we hadn't had a photographer I guess we would have seen illuminations more but I know our friends and family I mean we've seen illuminations before anyway so that wasn't an issue for us but um, and we really wanted the firework photos so I think our friends and family really loved that but we were too focused on on the photos at that point so I'd probably say the Tower of Terror was it was just it was quite different. I mean, we when we got the coach into Tarotar, we did have to walk past another dessert party, so there were some people there. But basically, the rest of it was an empty theme park. So just going to the toilet, walking from the Tarotar up to the toilet, we could see all the Hollywood Studios street empty. And it was just pretty amazing. The whole day was pretty amazing. Just the venues really were I mean, obviously, you interview other Disney brides, but in terms of all our friends and family, none of them have ever been to a Disney wedding before. So it was just something totally different. But I, I think for us, the Tower of Terror was, I think it was my favorite bit anyway. <laughs> so then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? 
probably the worst thing on the lead up. We signed the contract and using your book and the, the figures that Disney had gave us, I had priced it out because they were quite wishy-washy with some of what the prices they would give you. So I, I tried to tie them down to prices. And initially we wanted the villains there. We got a price for four, five and six villains. And I think they were going to charge us the standard character prices for four. We, we worked out the best deal. So I budgeted for those. And then once we actually got into, that wasn't with our planner, that was with our sales consultant. And then once we once we got into discussions with our planner, we learned that it was a bit of an issue and the characters were going to be charged separately. So the cost suddenly quadrupled or something and then we said okay well we just we can't justify that amount of cost because it was quite a large sum of money so we chose to have Maleficent and then we then found out that they hadn't quoted for a green light that came with her and so that was it was going to like nearly double again it was like her backdrop so Disney were quite helpful in terms of trying to work through ways of dealing with it but we just couldn't get away from the cost that for nearly double what we thought we were going to pay we were just going to have one character rather than four so that was quite disappointing because we really wanted the villains element. We did ask about the Sanderson sisters. Unfortunately, they weren't able to do them. They did discuss having Minnie, Mickey or Donald with the Halloween party outfits on, which we did consider. But in the end, we decided to go to Chef Mickey's so that we saved money on that and we still, we got to eat as well. So it was a little bit disappointed that we didn't get the villains really, but... The other thing was the floral and our decor at the ceremony. We gave them a like a lace pumpkin I'd found on Pinterest and it was kind of covered in material and obviously I couldn't do these myself so otherwise I would have made them myself. We had, they'd like spray sort of stenciled a lace effect on and it didn't really have the desired effect which I wanted and then on the actual wedding day I'd gone through with my florist where the pumpkins were going to be and um, they weren't in the right place on the day so I did ask them if they could move a few before the ceremony started so they, they were quite good about that but they didn't quite go for the effect and the lanterns that we were supposed to have they'd sent me like pictures of some lanterns and then when we actually got there the lanterns weren't the same I think some of them were actually the same as the lanterns in the runaway mine train ride and they were on like buckets so it wasn't quite what I wanted for my photos so in hindsight I guess I should have discussed it a little bit more than but I thought that we kind of got each other and I thought we were getting a very specific lantern but I mean, at the end of the day, we weren't allowed to do that on our deck or ourselves anyway. So I was at a bit of a, like, that was the way it had to be. So, I mean, it didn't take away from the ceremony, but it, those are the things I wish I had been more particular with them, like over negotiations up to the actual point of the wedding. Got it. And maybe I'm misremembering, but even though you didn't get to have any characters at Tower of Terror, weren't you able to have the servers come in makeup or something? 
They did offer that, yeah. That was something we had on our first BO. We decided to scrap that just for, for money-saving purposes. But, yeah, that was something they offered. Um, they offered some really cool options. Um, unfortunately, my contract, my work contract ended just, like, about four months before the wedding. And we were actually living in Sydney, which is, like, one of the most expensive cities in the world. So we had to we had to um, really, like, budget down but yeah some of the cool options they offered us were things like yeah the, the servers at the Tower Terror were going to be dressed up with makeup like at like at the Halloween party at the Haunted Mansion and um, they also offered us I think like moving tables or something it sounded really cool and we were also supposed to have a dry ice fog machine but the reason we cut that was because they needed the fire department to come out and I think it was like nearly four thousand dollars or something and we just couldn't justify it for like a, a dry ice fog machine they did have some really great options if you've got like a ton of money to spend. But, um, <laughs> we, yeah, we. I think our first video came out maybe about forty five thousand dollars, and then we probably shaved about twenty thousand dollars off that in the end. Wow, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you were planning, was there anything that seemed like a big deal, or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be a big deal? I guess we were a little bit worried about the food because um, we had asked for like lamb lollipops and fillet steak and we weren't quite sure that we got those at the tasting session but then when we actually got there on the evening it was just the food was really amazing it was really lovely so we didn't have to worry about that at all. Um, also, because my dad was unable to come, we suddenly, like literally a few days before we were due to fly out, we changed it to my dad's place, to my auntie, and she has special dietary requirements where she can't eat things like, she couldn't eat things like garlic, so Disney were actually really good, and they they cooked her a separate meal, I think they, they did her steak separate, so they were really good in terms of that, so we didn't have to worry about that at all. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I would have tried to get more pricing, price points from them at the very beginning because I just don't really feel like they give that much away in terms of the pricing and they don't really tie themselves down. The other thing we did consider was maybe if we had a later ceremony and just flew straight through. The main issue was my dress went wrong and it didn't actually fit. So my mum a few days before the wedding had to remake me a new top of my dress. Whoa. So, and then we found out like about 10 o'clock at night, the night before my wedding, that the dress was too long. So um, John's mum and his auntie stayed up till like 2am trying to um, make the dress shorter. So I still actually managed to trip up the aisle. So we only got about, I only got about two hours sleep before the wedding. So it was quite a tiring long day, but I knew it was going to be anyway. But with that, it kind of was a bit much so... I don't know. We really love Japan, having the ceremony there. But maybe if I was to do it again, I would maybe consider doing the Tower of Terror dessert party with Fantasmic another day and then having like a, a lunchtime wedding and then flew through to the evening, I think. But we, we knew all along it was going to be a really tiring day. I just meant to get more sleep beforehand. <laughs> 
Do you have any other tips or advice for future wishes brides and grooms? I guess, like, just get all your ideas together before you go so you know know you want they've got so many options it's easy to get overwhelmed and there's just so much choice I mean we were talking about various things for the flowers and like literally right up until even past our cutoff point we were still trying to reduce things out because we knew what we were going to do we're trying to basically reduce we cut our um like our photo our park portraits last minute and things like that so I guess if you've got like a budget set in stone it's a lot easier so if you I guess being really prepared would be essential I wish we'd had another year to plan really but so yeah just try and like I made like a Pinterest board which I thought was really helpful um it gave in the planning session it gave them ideas of the food we wanted the elements of the wedding like the lace pumpkins and and various things like that. so it did help them get like our idea our theme for a wedding that really helped I think I'd recommend doing that okay this is great advice Well, Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's planning a Wishes Collection event at Walt Disney World, especially if they're interested in using Tower of Terror or having sort of a non-traditional flow to their day. And of course, if they're interested in a Halloween-themed wedding. So I appreciate your taking the time. Well, thank you for having me. It's been nice talking to you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.